who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Happy 2023 again, Super Nintendos. I'm your host, Seth Macy. This is episode 644 of Nintendo Voice <laughs> oh, Chat. I'm in the Techno Dungeon. It's very cold here, but in the warm confines of the San Francisco studio, we are joined by Herr Schneider. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Returning triumphantly, Brian Altana. Good to see you all. I missed you all so much. It's good to be back. And the person who brought booze at Valentine. <laughs> wow, just wow. outing me immediately. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> it's a little treat for those who stick around for the uh, end of the show. But we are going to talk today about the next Nintendo console. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, God, no. We've already <laughs> this done again. this. Enough. We've talked <laughs> about people. it. When is it coming? Is it this year? No. We're not going to talk about is it going to happen because we know it's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to happen. Um, we don't know what its weird form factor Nintendo is going to be <laughs> making it into, but what we are going to talk today about what we want to see from Nintendo's next console. What features do we want? What surprises do we want? What uh, um, excitement do we want to have on that E3 reveal or that Nintendo Direct reveal? Like, what is going to get us to react? In a reaction meme and then you know we'll talk about what we actually think we're going to get so i turn it to the panel now i'm interested to hear what do you want to see from nintendo's next console brian altano wow been a while how you doing buddy yeah I, i'm uh, you guys are still doing the same material that makes me sad <laughs> four years later switch pro still four years later so now the switch pro we we know that there's not going to be a Switch Pro. Uh, I think that's a safe safe bet at this point. But we do know that Nintendo. I mean, there's look, there's right. a new, new console somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, like we the the natural thing for a, a successful console manufacturer to do is to 
you know, kind of iterate on what they've built already, make a powerful, stronger, smarter, sleeker, more version of the thing they that they already have that's working. And Nintendo doesn't do that. So, <laughs> so that's what I love about them because, I, and I've said this for years, it's like they, they just kind of keep you on your toes every time you think like, this is this makes perfect sense. This is exactly what they, they do. They go, no, we're going to swerve on you. We're going to go totally diagonal and hit you with something kind of different. Like if you look at the entire concept of a dual screen handheld which was popular for what 15 years between the ds and 3ds lines um that's that was iterating uh, uh, iterating on something they were doing in the 80s in handheld form uh that they abandoned for a while it made no real sense to do it but they did it and then they came out with these you know they came out with a console that you pointed a remote control at the tv and you wiggled and pointed and you know uh slapped things and chopped and bold and no one expected those things either and like implementing a touch screen like none of that really made any sense at the time at the time their their competition was doing traditional more straightforward here's a handheld with a screen uh, it works as is. Uh, here's here's our more our more powerful console. So for Nintendo, I want them to do something weird and crazy. Yes, I want a more powerful Switch, but I don't know. Like if there is an a, an option of having like a second screen on a Switch that pops up, let's do that again. Like if there is an option to uh, do something that's completely outside of the box and what they do already, then let's do that too, right? Like that's. It's hard to predict the unpredictable, and that's what I want. I want them to do something that I couldn't possibly come up with an idea for at this table, which I know is a total cop-out, but no, I'm saying it that's, anyway. That's fine. <laughs> I'm actually that's furious good. with you right now because you totally stole my talking Hell yeah. That is exactly... Oh. That, that, that's it. Like, I want Nintendo to be weird. Yeah. I don't... But... But it's hard because it's a conflict in my heart with the fact that I really love the Switch. Like, I love the Switch. It's so good. Yeah. So... I like I, I'm not I'm not ready to give up the things that I love about the switch. Well, I am not. And I, I'm going to be the boring oh, one here. I, I, one. I honestly I want them to continue with the switch. And it, this is not a crazy pair as too many Joy-Con doesn't want to lose that form factor. And, and <laughs> well. Throw away all those all those uh, uh, funny, funny, little colorful little baubles. No, I I really think that they found a a niche that is going to work for a while. And, you know, selfishly, I want Nintendo to do well. Right. I want them to sell oodles of machines and and not be experimental at this point because they were rebuilding from the Wii U, which was a disaster. Yep. Uh, and you know, already the GameCube, a beautiful disaster. The GameCube was a, a <laughs> machine I really liked, but it wasn't the 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 big hit that that it could have been, right? It's not and like, the GameCube. And I feel around. like w- with the GameCube, they were doing what everybody else was doing. <laughs> um, they had a console with it that was comparable, not in form factor, but right. in like what it did to the other guys, and they just couldn't keep up with, you know xbox live and you know a lot of the software so what what i would love to see is them continue the switch line really give us a switch too or like learn to count to a new number or something <laughs> and don't call it new nintendo switch or anything stupid that Super is hard nintendo to say switch. yeah that's, that's what we agreed I'm, upon I'm cool. on this podcast i'm cool count with... they, they went from 3ds to 2ds that's counting it's counting backwards <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay not like that and then what what i want them to what i want the next generation experience to be like outside of you know keeping pace with horsepower being able to run more modern games right. and like get us experiences like a breath of the wild but at 60 frames per second like that smoothness smoothness and performance really matters to me and lighting has gotten so good in you know pc games and next-gen console games i want that in this small factor um but i want them to 
I want them to innovate again, but I want them to innovate with software and I want them to innovate with OS. Mm -hmm. I really loved what they did with consoles like the Wii, where they had this customizable menu with a remote yes. control that lets you move it around. Oh, I, I love what, what they did with the Wii U. Like, I, I think I mentioned this. I still have a Wii U hooked up and I have a Logitech remote that's, uh, you know, got a little t a touch screen that says turn on PS5, turn on uh, Switch. And I've got Wii U on there and sometimes I accidentally hit it. And like, you know, I'll hit the button and I'll do something else and I hear... All <laughs> like the little people are running in going like, where the hell have you been? You know, we're dying here. And like, I love it's that like concept. You move your refrigerator and there's a bunch of creatures yeah. back. They're like, ah. Yeah, no, it's, it's like turning on the lights, right? And yeah. all, 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 the, all the little cockroaches are, are scattering. Oh, there's the Wii U right that there. That's in my house. Beautiful but, thing. But, but I love that sort of innovation of trying to create a virtual community on your screen and like the customization. And I want that to be the next generation experience. And the like... The There's ba a badge lot of arcade stuff. on 3DS, remember? Like all the stickers you could put all over the yeah, yeah. And like and like Street Pass was yeah. a cool idea. And like the switch is the switch is super like back to basics. You turn it on and it works and it's no frills and it has a light and a dark theme and mm -hmm. there's nothing it's not very fun and approachable in that way outside of the customizable controllers. Um, and I want them to go back to that. So upgrade the hardware. It's hard to keep this form factor and make it more powerful, but I think they can. You don't need a four, like we're not doing 4K handheld. That's nonsense. The screen is so small. 1080p looks just fine. 720p with more horsepower looks fine. If you have an Xbox Series S, mm -hmm. that's a really cool next-gen console and it yeah. doesn't do 4K, yeah. right? Yeah. And like you, you can you can do that. We can get great-looking games in the small form factor, and I want that. Keep gonna, it, keep that OLED yeah. screen too. Yeah, I'm gonna seize on Ooh. something you said because the other thing that I want is I I want them to bring back that community aspect. Yeah. So Street Pass was incredible yeah. and meverse those like tooth everything to do with the me's like remember those little, i still have like i have a me that i created you know a million years ago that still pops up whenever i like oh when, when was the last time i saw it i, th uh. I think i think it, it's involved in oh it's involved in mario kart i was playing mario kart with my siblings yeah. over the holiday and your your little me, this me that i made i think on the wii u a million years ago or maybe i made it on the switch i don't know but it like pops up and it's like i'm using tilt controls but that's literally the only time those guys show <laughs> that's up right. and, and i miss street pass so much i remember going yeah. to like conventions yeah. in like like theater conventions in high school with a ds in my back yeah. or a 3ds in my backpack or whatever and like I guess I was chaperoning at that. I don't remember. I don't remember what year this was. What year was anything? But I remember going to conferences at one point with I'm a 3DS in my backpack. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that young. Uh, and I would like get you know 10, 20, 30 street passes from just all these other people, oh, so and good. it was so cool. And then they had those little games. Like they had that little. Oh, what was it? There was this little game you could play. The RPG where you had to beat up. The bad guys? Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. Metopia, yeah. but it was the other one that you could go through no, the yeah, street pass. And, it was puzzle pieces. Yep. But was, you had to you had to street yep. pass people yep. in order to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. bring them with there you. There was the core yeah. adventure game. That I was so they would also fun. like they would randomly just send Reggie over one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, stuff and, like and, that. Like, and some house. of the game designers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Miyamoto would be he'd be like, Hey, I'm here today. How are you doing? Nintendo gets bored with things that other others copy, right? Like the moment Microsoft had rare create avatars for the Xbox platforms, Nintendo was like, meh, bored with me's now, right? 
right? Like, yeah. It, we, and and the same with if you play Soulsborne games, you discover the remnants of other players in you know in your path now, and they leave you messages. And Nintendo did that a lot with memes, right? Like on like Mario's yeah. map, you got like messages from Brian on how far he'd gotten. Yeah, it's right. still in Splatoon. Yeah. Far, They've basically but... taken the Miiverse function and stamped so it into Splatoon. It's in there. It's in there. And they did get really scared with Flipnode and like kind of protecting yeah. kids and the oh, stuff people God, were sharing yeah. and they're struggling with that with Splatoon. So sure. I understand why they dialed back, but I loved all that stuff. I think the yeah. I think the thing about these weird little things is that they they only it's like it's like what, what Brian was saying. Like these these things only exist when you have like these weird designs of some yeah. kind like you only have something like street pass when you have something that you can carry around in your pocket mm -hmm. uh you only have meverse when you have these weird limitations around messages right like yeah. it's not you you can't just write a, you can't just write a tweet in meverse like you have you have this little drawing pad or you have like a very short text note that you can put like they put specific limitations that are very weird or unusual you have two screens you have 3d you have mm -hmm. a touch screen and then yeah you can't play i don't know like Call of Duty, well, right. maybe one right. day you can on, you know, a Wii U. Yep. Uh, but you can make really weird stuff and it attracts developers who want to make weird things within those limitations. Yeah. And you end up with some absolutely genius design as a result. And I I it's, think I think the Switch has kind of gravitated a little bit away from that, understandably so, without bringing the power and the oomph to get those those big games on it. It's, so it's kind yeah, of making it's, a compromise. It's, it's but, bells yeah. and whistles, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're, it's it's mm. not the it's it's not the core selling point of the platform. It is not uh, integral to the core experience. It's not why most people are there, but it's cool additive features that are on top of something you're already really digging and using every single day. And I feel like like you, you like you said, pair uh, they, they opted for like a ultra the hyper minimalist OS, very mm -hmm. bare bones, this generation. And I think early on it worked in its favor. It didn't feel bloated. It was snappy. It didn't feel like it was full of feature creep and unnecessary nonsense that no one touched. But the later the generation got, the more I was kind of like, I miss those weird little bells and whistles because I think that that as a Nintendo fan, that's you're coming to the table for the games and the and the platforms, the experiences. But also there's little things like that that add up, like where you look down one day and you're like, oh, I got a puzzle piece. And it's, oh, it's a 3D puzzle mm -hmm. of yeah. all the yeah. Pikmin hanging out, like eating a fruit. <laughs> Great. Cool. Got nice little you know thing on top. They've been surprisingly um, uh, averse to playing around with the, the, the fact that your Switch can be expanded with different control options, right? Yeah, we obviously, yeah we, I, we we've thought. Got, we've got, like, the NES controllers and stuff like that. But, like, what you were talking about, like, sometimes that they impose a limitation or they allow for cartridges to be expanded with a sun sensor or something, right? Like, yeah. that got creative minds thinking and making really unique software. I would love it if... You know, there were some special like Joy-Con concepts that would, you know, maybe there's one just custom designed for a racing game because yep. the, yeah. they, uh, the triggers don't with, cut like in. Like the Wii yep. when they had all yeah. those different like Wii controllers and attachments and things. And I think I think there was maybe a little bit of pushback against that, right? Because I remember when those we, were ridiculous. When we were, when we were cleaning out <laughs> like houses a few years ago, we just found this massive like crate of random wee <laughs> weird shaped controllers and attachments that were oh, gathering yeah. dust. Everybody's grandma. Yeah. 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 And, like we had, like three wee balance boards stacked on top yep. of each other. Just, there was there was always like crazy. at the at the at the height not the height of the the wee 
uh, peak in popularity, but a few years later when people like who don't care about any of the things we're talking about, but have a lot of money <laughs> decided to get involved, you oh. would go to E3 and there'd be a booth of a guy who's like, Oh, we got the, uh, the, we, uh, 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 lawnmower. Fish we got the, we fit. Yeah. Well, it was just all this crap. You classic. Remember you draw like the, yeah. uh, that, yeah, the yeah. thing that broke THQ's mm-hmm. back where they're like, Hey, you've got this console that has a touch screen and you can draw on it. But how about there's a tablet that you <laughs> yeah. buy. Yeah. And right? so like there, yeah. I, I want like to give Nintendo a little bit of credit this generation. Um, there, there are some things like there, there was a, you know, when one, two switch first launched, right. When we, you and I were at a preview event and we were like, this is, this is going to be a whole thing. Like yeah. counting how many marbles are inside this controller and you know, like the, the HD rumble and all that stuff. And then they tried sort of like spatial awareness recognition with multiple switches and Mario party, right? Like you could lay yeah, them out yeah, yeah. and like a character from what walk to one screen to another. They did Laba where they're like, Hey, your, your joy cons are now part of a VR headset or a fishing kit or something. Ring Fit Adventure. Ring Fit Adventure. You can like, like yeah. check your pulse on the little yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the squeezing on the Pilates yep. ring, like that's all examples of this. So that was a huge hit. I'm actually surprised we didn't. <laughs> yeah, get I played a it this morning. Yeah. Wow. I, so I don't. I don't want to make it sound like Nintendo didn't yeah. make any efforts this generation to be weird. But I think like none of those were really truly built into the OS as like yeah. a daily part totally. of the experience. Right. They're all sort of optional through software. And so I do hope that like next time around they they go. Yeah. This is you know your system is a toy itself. Yeah. It's yeah. not just a a vessel to 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 reach other forms of entertainment it's this this there's this there's like a playful nature to the actual os experience so too all of the all of the updates to the os have been utilitarian right yeah. like folders and like just kind of steps forward to, to improve like quality of life improvements they call them right and, yeah and not nothing in the os has been focused on fun which is really i mean not even very th- unintendo even you, you said the, there's sure. there's two themes black and white yeah. and like every time there's an update we're all like this is the one they're gonna add purple or something. sometimes <laughs> I open up my 2DS, like, because I've got, you know, a game somewhere yeah. that I, like, someone yeah. recently gave me a copy of Pokemon Conquest that I'm going to try to yeah. pick back up. But oh, every time killer. I open it, I, I have this theme on it that's, it's just covered in Kirby's and yeah. it's pink and it's fun oh. and there's Kirby music yep. playing. And I'm like, oh, right. I have this. This is so adorable. I love this. It's, it's yeah, personal. It's the, meta, yeah. it's, it's the meta of like kind of platform ownership. It used to be in the old days with DS and, and so forth where you had a little had a little ring here mm-hmm. and you could attach things to it that dangle yeah. from the machine, right? Yeah. Like that was a big thing to personalize. And the, the Switch kind of ignores all of that in favor of just Joy-Con, right? I, I like so. um, taking my 3DS out of a drawer and opening it up and looking at it because it feels like finding like a, a notebook I had a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch yes. of... Yeah, there's like stickers on it and sketches. Yeah, I've, and like, I've sti- yeah. I have actual stickers on mine. You know, well, and I'm like looking at all the games I have downloaded and I'm like, oh, I made folders for all my original Game Boy games and my Game Boy Color games mm-hmm. and like I, all the, you know, all the uh, virtual console games that I had and organized and like I built entire Mario levels using like the, you know, sprites and stuff like that around mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So it looks like... You know, Luigi is like uppercutting a whole folder full of games. Like, that's a that's fun. That's that's yeah. to me. That's like such a cool part yeah. of the experience. It's not make it or break it. I think it's not like the the biggest oh, selling point. Baby. But it's a nice thing to have, power right? Glove. The power glove. Oh my yeah. god, that's what we need. Maybe. That's weird, Nintendo. That's classic weird, Nintendo. Maybe mm-hmm. they should do what all the the car manufacturers are doing with the concept cars, where the outside of the console can change its color and display patterns and stuff. It then, would cost about nine thousand dollars. Think about how much money they, w- yeah. they wouldn't get from you though pair oh, I, yeah. would, yeah, I could just change 
my Joy-Con. If you had Joy-Cons that changed colors, you would have only had two Joy-Cons and you wouldn't have six. Unlimited power. I wish they would do more. I mean, this is like getting very just sort of tangential, but I actually I do wish they would do more with like they they have like various themed switches, but I, I I bought an Animal Crossing Switch last year, but before that, I had just a basic launch Switch. Yeah. And I could I could mm-hmm. buy more Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons are mad expensive. I don't need more Joy-Cons. Why would I buy more uh, until they start drifting? So there really wasn't any good way to customize it. And meanwhile, I'm watching this parade of cool, like, new Switch models coming yeah. out with different designs on them. And I'm like, wow. Remember faceplates? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where oh. I'm going with this. I wish I there were more ways to customize the outside of it. Like, I would pay, you know, 20, 30, maybe even probably not up to 40 bucks but I'm, i would pay like some money for something to put on 39. the outside right, i honestly think I, so I'll, I'll say this i'm not wild about uh the switch limited edition designs in general i think they're hyper reserved compared they to are they what, super are yeah i mean like you've got some colored joy cons and then you you know and then maybe they put like a little icon in the corner or there's like a faded print on the back mm-hmm. and yeah. then the dock itself yeah. is usually not nothing like too over the top like N- nintendo historically has done stuff where they're like you know this looks like an nes controller or like this is completely gold zelda themed and stuff Remember like that let's get console... a switch with a 3d pikachu sticking oh, yeah. out yeah. of it yeah, yeah. Like, no seriously Remember like, when, like, like every that. console or controller had a version that was just this hideous mustard color for yep. some reason yep <laughs> great i mean what what was the the 3ds models that had um swappable face plates on them and you know yes yeah yeah, yeah. my Kids have those. The micro, yeah, was, like, the GBA the micro has face plates yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I re- that last year I bought a wooden one for it. Bring back the see-through stuff like we had on the Game Boy Color. Yes, we want translucent. We, I've said 19, this on this podcast before. Yeah, but, to come back. So you just want Please, you don't want anything changed about the switch. You just want it to be see-through. So that's the next. Yeah, thing. That, yep. next sure. Switch. <laughs> that's the point. more there transparency. Right. I mean, I think the the two takeaways that I get from this discussion is that we all want Nintendo to just get a little weird. Yeah. Silly. Yeah. Like a little fun. Silly. Like ring. Uh, I mean, the Switch is, you know, enormously fun. The games are fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's probably as many crappy games as there were on the Wii, and that's the sign of a successful right. console. But yeah, I, I agree that a little that little bit of weirdness, that little bit of experimentation, the personality is missing. I, I agree. I would love to see that in the Switches. Um follow up also uh i'm gonna recommend uh brian based on what you were saying everybody just go to your drawer where your 3ds is just pull it out yeah plug it in check it out see how see how it feels play it's, link it's between worlds. i forgot yeah huh. play a link between worlds the vast play... majority of those virtual console games that you're complaining have not shown up on nintendo switch online yet are probably still on your 2ds or 3ds <laughs> somewhere <Yeah. laughs> And you you have, probably bought them. You have many about two times. or three hours to buy them all before Nintendo shuts those shops down. So <laughs> get, hop shut to down. It. Yeah, um, yeah. I when I opened up mine, I forgot I had that Mega Man theme from like the Mega Man Anniversary yes. Collection, and it's just it's so wonderful. It's, and, it and looks lovely. like the it looks like the scribblings of a madman in a prison cell, though, right? Like I I turned on my 3ds, I'm like, oh my god, what was I doing? I know. I know. <laughs> it's a darker it's like, time. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, everyone just dig them out. And if you're going to be at PAX East, bring bring your 3DS to PAX East and turn on Street Pass. And we'll make that a big thing. Because I'm going to be there like on Saturday probably. Because I can just drive down yeah. and drive back. I was, hey, uh... do you want to know? Oh, sorry. No, Reb, please. I was, I was looking into some like community stuff a couple of days ago just to see what, what weird Nintendo community stories were out there. And uh, I saw there, there's, a, there's somebody who in October of last year decided they really wanted to try and 
start slash revive slash rebuild a street pass community in the Bay Area. Uh, and they they were like trying to get a Discord server going and they were trying to get oh. a street. They, they announced like there was going to be a meetup in October. I have no idea how that went. So well, shout people, out. People were poisonous. So probably nobody wanted to meet. Right. That's <laughs> true. Well, shout out to the Bay, to the people trying to keep Bay Area street pass alive. That's Godspeed, amazing. folks. Yes, indeed. It's uh, it's a, a feature that surprisingly was not asked for by our audience. Uh, we ran a poll on the front page of IGN.com. Mm-hmm. That's the website you can visit. It has all kinds of cool stuff on it. The poll asked, what do you want to see most in the next uh, Nintendo console? And overwhelmingly, with 36.2% of the vote, people want more horsepower. Sure. I think that's probably uh, a pretty safe Two yeah. opponents. We're gonna have a, a console game. that's more powerful. <laughs> you say that? Which I would argue well, the Wii was not that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. Yeah, but Wii was a little more powerful. Marginally, than you really had to like pop the trunk and like pull out some engine parts to find <laughs> it's, it. It's such a difficult sure. dance yeah. that they have to do, right? Because you need, in order to be a financially successful and functional system, you need to have a system that a game developer who puts their games on every system can make a thing for PlayStation five, Xbox series, whatever PC and your Nintendo thing. Like they have to be like, you want, you don't want every developer looking at this prospect and going, well, I guess we can't make a game for the switch. Cause it's just not powerful enough. There's always going to be like a handful of exceptions and there's always going to be the console exclusives, but you can't have that being a deal breaker for the vast majority of people. And I, I think increasingly, uh, people are sort of seeing that the switch is kind of falling behind. Uh, not not it's, yeah. it, it's always been a little bit behind, but it's falling behind enough. I think that people are really starting to see it struggle. And yeah. so and, I I get yeah. it. Like no, it, look, it matters. And the stance isn't that you can't make great games on the switch, and that games on the switch can't look great. They're, right. They're absolutely. But it takes more effort, and like a lot of indie devs don't have the time to spend as much time. And like when Unity Engine games are not running smoothly on the switch, like we're yeah. you know we're running into more and more trouble like that yeah, and I mean, we don't when, get the creative experiences in the end then. when you're getting technical issues with with triple a first party games i mean even like uh, link's awakening right favorite mm-hmm. game of all time has yeah, yeah which has been out for a long yeah time. it's been out for a couple of years frame rate issues never got patched you know they were there day one um bayonetta had some stuff recently pokemon scarlet and violet mm. yeah uh, i'm i'm I, I, <laughs> I imagine tears of the kingdom will you know probably show its age here and there I, I, obviously that's going to be one that they're going to do everything they can to, to make run yes. as, as well as possible yeah but uh, like i'm i'm less i'm i'm less inclined to think that like a, a a Nintendo console success is kind of make it or break it dependent on its parity with the other next gen consoles, but it does help to kind of bring in some of that conversation to, to miss every single big third party game. I think could be an issue in, in the grander scheme. Nintendo's the only company that can make it. So it's not so much of an issue. It doesn't Um, need to be the best. It needs to be good enough. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, like they have to, they have to do a thing where they hit a price point that makes sense for children, which is a big part of their demographic and parents who want to buy stuff for children. Um, and man children and, like myself. And man children like like <laughs> mm-hmm. like like me as well. A big a big old man maybe. <laughs> and uh, I think it's important to get all that uh, under the hood. But also like there's chip shortages now, and yeah. you know sh- yes. shipping costs and inflation, and and so like there's there's a lot of factors that go in us that that would probably lead you to think that maybe they won't make it super powerful. Maybe they won't make it the yeah. most you know well technically capable thing. <laughs>
I have a, a little bit of a conspiracy theory or Ooh. a hot take or what you want to say, but I I get the feeling that the pandemic and the and the chip shortages and the the you know the complete collapse of the worldwide logistical system, I think that might have helped Nintendo in the long run. Yeah. 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 Because Absolutely. I think had we had Nintendo been able to put out the rumored Switch Pro or even a console, uh, I think the Steam Deck would have come out later and made it look kind of silly. Now that we have the Steam Deck and we see what is possible in a handheld, now granted the Steam Deck has a lot of limitations that we probably won't see. It's, you know, it's like the battery's not great. It's you know, it's it's like the, the thickness of a, of a six inch Subway sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the fact that the Steam Deck came out first means that we are going to get a better Nintendo console than we might otherwise have. Yeah. uh, Never come out in the first. And by the way, the chip shortages helped Nintendo be number one in the market, right? Like PlayStation five, the the hunger for PlayStation five is real. Like people want that thing there. People are very frustrated who don't, don't want to pay scalpers to buy one. And the moment we actually had PS fives available in stores, they sold. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, then PlayStation five is, in the in the next year, we'll see every month the PS5 will outsell the right. Switch, yes. right? Except for a Zelda launch month and when when the new big Pokemon or something comes out. So right. yeah, there's yeah. a I mean there's a market saturation there too, right? Like we all own one or two of them by now, you yeah. know. Like some of us traded in the original model for the Red Box model mm-hmm. for the. Uh, uh, OLED and then maybe got a switch light on the side but I will say like in terms of Steam Deck like I don't I, I love that machine I don't think it really poses a threat to anything or anyone no. although it does it does show me that you know the what the capability of handhelds are when it comes yep. to like I have a four-year-old at home I don't hand her my Steam Deck because right. I'm like, no, oh, God, probably no. weighs the same amount. I don't as yeah. hand my because the Steam Deck is Steam yeah. Deck. this no, enormous. Yeah, whereas I'll, I'll I'll give my kid my Switch to play uh, all the time, and it's you know yeah, and I'm like, if you drop it, like I have other Joy Cons, it's okay. There's there's a modular aspect to that that you know she she cracked the OLEDs basically the the day I handed it to her. Wow. Um, shark, but I, I was like little Altano. I know, goodness. right? I was like, no, she just drop it on the floor. <laughs> I was like, thanks, cool. Oh. <laughs> um, she puts it in the dock backwards. It's funny. Uh, but so the, I, I just wouldn't hand her like a seven hundred dollar handheld no. with like a terabyte well, SD the card. Kill a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair enough. You know that I'm also yep. like you could you could hop in there and push a button wrong and like d- download like a six hundred gigabyte update to a game file I didn't know existed. There's a like there's a lot of nonsense that comes with that. Oh but. yeah. Curious, Seth. What what were the uh, the other poll like front oh, yeah, runners? This is a poll. Yeah. I'm glad you asked, Pear. I was just about to get the number two most requested uh, feature would be backwards compatibility. Twenty eight point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Followed by 4K resolution at yeah, twenty one. Sure. I don't really care about 4k resolution yeah. in my nintendo console but that's that's fine i think with more horsepower i think those two sort of i'm a frame together i love i love 4k content but i will always pick frame frame rate over yeah, resolution. Every time. I'll, I'll take it as an option in docked settings yes. uh, consider uh, you know yes uh, assuming sure. that's a, still a thing that we're doing with the yep. next switch but it's not mandatory on a handheld i think the oled screen is though they they spoiled me on that yeah. like that, mm. yeah that is a real real nice screen yeah it's uh and I, I feel like every game that Nintendo puts out now is designed to like really show off to pop, how yeah. beautiful and bright. Yeah, it is. But after 4K resolution, people wanted better online support. Oh, gosh. They yeah. want a continuation of the hybrid design, which I find very unusual. I expected that would have been higher, but people don't, don't seem to care. Uh, number six was something else. And at the very, very bottom, 
with 0.7% the return of Street Pass. Yeah. So not... <laughs> hey, by the Sorry. way, glad you, we had our fingers Brian, on the pulse you, there. You mentioning the dock, <laughs> I actually I actually think one differentiator for the next switch uh, to the current one could be that the the dock becomes more invisible. Yeah. Right. Like they they had the dock to make you remember. Oh, this is not a Game Boy. This is not a DS. It's a console, mm-hmm. and it looked like a console sitting in the dock. They probably don't need that now anymore. That the Switch brand is established, and like having a travel size dock that you can take with you yeah it's just a tiny little thing that you plug your switch in that might be a nice next gen differentiator yeah i think they i mean to me that 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 functions as sort of and you just kind of kind of hinted at it is like there is that sort of cathartic like click i'm yeah. taking and putting in which yeah. is less than just like i gotta plug my phone in at the end of the night yeah, by my yeah. bed and i'm tired no, for sure. you know? so it, i i feel you i don't think it's necessarily like i don't you don't th- need that big rectangular box with you know it's all black it's in like the front just a little pin yeah just something that kind of pops in <laughs> would be cool i do have a question for you all so on the the mm-hmm. not a lot of people thinking the hybrid design was important. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people, so I know obviously a lot of people play in handheld and a lot of people play docked. I wonder how many people play both like on the regular, because I almost exclusively play docked. I take it out. Oh, interesting. I take Same. it out for handheld whenever I need to do a review and just make sure the handheld is functioning. Or I actually played handheld for like the first time in months uh, over the Christmas break because I was playing Mario Kart with my siblings and we didn't yep. have a dock on us, so we just played like that. But I, I very rarely switch. So when I'm thinking about hybrid design, the hybrid design doesn't matter to me, but I, but it's weird because like I, I love the 3DS and I played the handheld all the time, but now that I have a thing yep. that is handheld or docked, I mm-hmm. only ever play docked. So I'm, I'm almost I'm, entirely 50-50, honestly. Interesting. I'm 50-50 too. I will constantly grab it and play something on the couch and then stick it back in and play something on the tv maybe i'm the weirdo um and it also like depends on the games too like animal crossing didn't feel like a tv game for me it felt like a curl up on the couch handheld game for me i would play outside in the garden yeah yeah Um, i did play animal crossing uh handheld uh in a uh, in an off the grid cabin in colorado for three days there you go yeah that's pretty badass i when the switch first came out uh and i was obsessed with breath of the wild i used it in handheld mode like all the time, right? But not really because I would just set the the screen down and detach the Joy-Con. And this was back when I was uh, the freelancer on the weekends, and I was in charge of the homepage. So I would re, you know, do what I needed to do for the homepage, and I'd play Zelda for a little bit, and then I'd go back and I'd do the next thing I needed. Did to you do hear this? This homepage. guy was playing but video now, games instead of working. Did we, did we pay? Do we pay you for the hours that you were slacking off? He just did a crime. Just oh. said a whole crime. Yeah, uh, it was uh, playing video I think games I have it on IGN. Tape. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No one at IGN plays yeah, video Seth, games. Yeah, Seth, we're we're gonna ask for that money back. <laughs> well, there was that like, <laughs> I mean, there was a the thing like to be totally honest, like the Switch had a ton of momentum in terms of being this kind of like you know modular. You know, it's a it's Those console. Those commercials it's a where it's in the TV and you take it out and take it to your rooftop party yeah. next door. And, and then yeah. we and totally then, did that. We <laughs> we laughed at that commercial and it. then we did it. Yeah. And we did it. And then we had a pandemic and I didn't really travel for a long. There was a long yeah, time where yeah, I would yeah. be like, I'm playing on my TV. I'm going to grab my switch, throw it in my backpack, and I'm going to go on the road for a few days. I'm going to go do E3 yeah. or Comic-Con or Gamescom. We're, you know, we're flying all the time for work. And then I just stopped doing that for a while. And then it was sort of like, what is this machine to me right now? Right. Cause right now it's kind of an underpowered console, but 
or a handheld I don't really need to play because I'm not really traveling. And eventually I got back in the groove of being like, handhelds aren't just travel. They're, you curl up on the couch and, you know, you play them in bed and stuff like that. And, you know, you know maybe you bring them somewhere, like you, you go to a restaurant or lunch or you're at the, a park or something and you bring your Switch. Maybe you Happens take them and play them at work, Pear. Yeah, maybe you take it and leave it on your desk at work instead of doing your damn job for <laughs> once in your adult life. Um, yeah, and it- yeah. Anecdotally, I noticed that most of the people who were like pandemic switch adopters, you know, people who probably wouldn't have gotten the switch if they weren't like stuck at home. Yeah. Almost all of them overwhelmingly were uh, using it in undocked mode, yeah. using it handheld. Oh. But that's just, you know, the, Interesting. the people I, that I know. I think, I think they're, I mean, you got to also recognize there are a lot of people who don't have three consoles and a PC or a game, yeah. you know, a, yeah. a Steam Deck what? at home. And so for, for a lot of people, Casuals. this is the handheld. This is the continuation of yep. the DS and the GBA and mm-hmm. all of that. And yeah, yeah that's, that's great. I love them for that too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I never take my PlayStation 5 with me. No, never. No. I do. <laughs> the GameCube had the little lunchbox handle. The PS5, like Hell when you yeah. pick it up, I feel like the wings fall off. It's like a fucking butterfly <laughs> or something. I'm terrified to touch my partner's <laughs> PS5. Yeah. Like, I'm just worried I'll break something. Something's going to happen to it. Yeah. It's like getting it on that. Be able to replace getting it. on uh, on that no. stand is like a, a a video game in itself. Yeah, no. It's like art art of the balance. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't expecting you to called. drop an F-bomb about the PS5 under a sticker of Tom no, Nook hey, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> it's your company. <laughs> As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. So wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Uh, well, uh, 
speaking of dropping f-bombs i went to twitter where there are many of those wow. and asked what the twitter peoples who follow okay. the ign uh excuse me who follow nbc podcast want and i uh, got a lot of replies unfortunately i won't be able to read them all but you can go check out the thread nbc podcast uh, at nbc podcast uh, at vg museum one says i want the same form factor no gimmicks more power wow which is exactly how they spelled it that's not just me with my accent keep the fast ui menus detailed play history themes and next gen metroid prime 4. this person just wants I a have... ps5 that can play metroid which fair yeah but, yeah well <laughs> I, I have some some good news for you vg museum one i have a really good feeling that metroid prime 4 is a next gen game at this point <laughs> so you can look out for that one i don't think that game's coming to switch oh, man. i think that's coming wow. to whatever the next Switch to it's you are making switch some to the super every, Nintendo switch. every podcast. Oh my god, people podcast, got so mad! You have like made all the so Lion King defenders predictions showed up in the comments. What for the game? Lion King defenders? No, he, he when he I said that talks. Mario is going to be bigger than Lion King, it makes people really upset. The bad say it again. Not the great say it again. The, oh, the live action one. Yeah. Mario movie is going to be bigger than the than the Lion the King. The live action factor of ten. It's gonna. I think the Mario movie is going to be the biggest movie ever. All this of, is oh fun. my god this is fun. stop it it'll get Don't tell okay, him to stop it this is fun i'm being a little silly it'll right get now. better video games at the very least we can yes. all admit that right yeah. the lion king yeah. video game terrible yeah. what what painful it's so hard I it's so it. hard it's unnecessarily I difficult it. i still liked it yeah i don't know great game I, but i mean the music and the graphics but the game itself is not fun to play you can make it to the elephant graveyard and that was it there's no game after that it's just a collection of ones and zeros in, in assembly code that's right nobody's ever seen it um i like that vg Nobody. museum said no gimmicks and it reminded me of a time where and there was like 10 years where anytime anybody did anything non-traditional in the video gaming space it was immediately labeled as a gimmick i'm wearing a metroid yep. shirt um it glows in the dark which always <laughs> scares cool me shirt. At like it's 3 very yeah. thank you um so like that's that was that was thanks guys that was, that was <laughs> No, I wanted to know what it said. In, Let's go throw rocks at the train until it falls off the track. Hell yes. <laughs> um, yes. So ba basically, anytime Nintendo did anything that was non-traditional, people were like, gimmick. And I think that that yep. became a, a weird kind of bad word. Mm. But I don't necessarily think that like, um, you know, uh, controllers that switch off or a console that's also a handheld or a touchscreen is a gimmick, you know? Like yeah. sometimes yeah. those things can be, sometimes those things don't really get used very often. Like the, you know, milking the thing in one, two switch. Or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. my God. But there are other times where I think that like that just becomes something where we look at like, like rumble was a gimmick at first and yeah. now you can't imagine yeah. gaming without it. Right. Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I let's not close the door on gimmicks entirely. I love yes. gimmicks. When I was a kid, there was a magazine in Germany. It was called Ips, Y-P-S, with gimmick. And every magazine had something packed in that you had to build. Like it, it was like a periscope oh, that lets cool. you spy on right. people around the Aww. corner. Or little little beans that had butterfly babies in it and stuff. Or like oh, plants cool. that would come back to life. It was cool. I, saw I love gimmicks. When we were in Germany for Gamescom last year, I saw a lot of stuff like that where it was like, it was this magazine that if you bought... Uh, an issue every week in a row and the magazines were like the size of posters um and they all came with a little piece of uh a model kit 
for uh, the car from Knight Rider. Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. that's, yeah. We do love Hasselhoff. Yeah, they just car. got that show. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's brand new. <laughs> so they're really yeah. excited. And so, no, you buy, the, you buy it six weeks in a row and you would get like, you'd be like, aha, I got the, the hubcaps so cool, this man. week. Oh. By, oh my gosh. by the end, you have six issues of Knight Rider magazine, the size of a poster and a little car. Japan and Europe are much uh, more creative with their printed materials. I'll say that here. Yeah. Step it up, I America. Can, though, you can't yeah, be. I was in the, mm. the store yesterday looking at the magazine rack that is about the size mm. of you know my arms extended. And I remember when it used to be a whole aisle and I, I wept a little. I used to love, love magazines. So sad. Yeah. So the, okay. new, the new magazine is Twitter. No, it's not. No, thank you. But <laughs> back to the Twitter replies. At Blitz23NZ says... Maybe extra hardware in dock that allows higher performance uh, or the ability to dual screen it where you can connect it wirelessly to dock and have TV and hand, handheld screens available. This was a like kind that. of a running theme. A yeah. lot of people said that they Hire wanted that uh, the dock to sort of give the extra power or they want some sort of wireless two screen um, yeah. solution, which I think would be awesome because that was the best part of the Wii U. It was. It was having all that... <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, it was the best like Star Fox. Yeah, and... like I mean, that I, I think I loved the I loved it conceptually, but like in actual execution, it was pretty cumbersome. A lot. It was. It was like when it worked, you would go, "Well, that's just like the DS," and like yeah. I don't need the Nintendo Wii U for it. Nintendo Land, Nintendo that's Land. That's the one. So good. It's not the one. That's there's another one. Yes, that I agree. Mario Nintendo Chase Land. game where one person yes, was like the little beautiful. guy and you yeah. ran and you mm-hmm. hid and everybody else could see the TV. That but we, great. But, but we could still do it if there was a broadcast to TV function. And, yeah, so you know, just, yeah. yeah. Give me that. Yeah, but what, the, what's the other one? Wind Waker HD. You had your map and your uh, oh, your, yeah. uh inventory screen. All you know. That was we, the one that it doesn't have to be. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like the Wii U. It could be like the DS3. No, that's yeah. yeah. Where there, yeah. You know, that has all that interesting and good stuff on your handheld or your, excuse me, one screen and yes pair. There was, no, there was an underrated game from Ubisoft called Zombie U. It got yes. ported to yeah. Zombie just oh with God. the eye yeah. later, which is, you know, it's an old Ubisoft franchise. And that. that game wow, actually that used quick. the second screen yeah. as a proxy for looking away from the world. When you're checking your bag, yes. you're looking down at your screen. And that was a really, really brilliant idea. So smart. Very yeah. underappreciated. But like, there were clever, you know, there were lots of clever solutions and experiments around that second screen. But ultimately, I think people always walked away and said, that was cool. I don't need it. There was the original like kind of debut video for the Wii U showed all this stuff that was like, there was, um, you remember there was like a golf ball mm-hmm. on the ground yeah. and you put, yeah. you put the Wii U gamepad on the floor and then you would stand over it with a golf club. Um, Smash they had like you're flicking ninja stars at your TV and stuff like that. Yeah. And like some of that stuff kind of made it into, into video games and a lot of it kind of didn't. It was, yeah. it was mostly kind of skipped over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, we also had uh, TV VII, yeah. which nobody used, but I, I still set it up anyway because I was so excited about my Wii U. I remember me and nobody. I else. watched a, like I, I remember watching movies like through the Amazon Prime Video app. Oh, and it would give yes. you like the IMDb pop-ups when someone a character was on screen. Yeah, yeah it would show you the actor and their name and so stuff that they've worked on. 
the, the Wii U and Nintendo was really clever with, you know, developing kind of solutions that brought pieces from the World Wide Web that weren't fun to your TV screen, mm-hmm. you know, at a time when really TVs didn't have all these solutions built in. And it's, it just had a sort of Damocles hanging over the console because all of that stuff would be rendered obsolete by Samsung making some small tweaks to its line of televisions, remember, right? And so you, you just didn't need a newsreader on your console or a no. map or weather report or any of this stuff or polls. You remember that we right. use Zelda we never got? Yeah. Did you yeah. play the demo of that mm-hmm. at E3? I did. I did too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Fought that spider? Yeah. Never no game way. never came oh, out. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well, fought that I spider hope. adjusted the camera angle on me <laughs> fighting the spider, right? But yeah. I do. I it <laughs> looks Wii really U. cool. Good old Wii yeah. U. It's sad yeah. to think that that game demo will never because it's Nintendo, like it's, it's not gonna like nothing. leak out yeah. or just appear ever. That'd right? be really so fun for like an Atari Fifty collection to have all that stuff in there, right? Like a yeah. like a Nintendo history thing. That is a great collection, yeah, by the way. Also, good. incredibly. Yeah, well don't don't sleep on that if you're if you are looking for an awesome. Cl- I actually was a little hesitant because I'm not that keen on like Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. Nobody then, is. They're bad games. Yeah, they're bad <laughs> games. But then I think. Pair, it was either you or maybe it was Sam. Sam who was like, "No, you actually really need to like play this. You'll you'll dig it a lot." This and I did. Do you know about this, Reb? So. The Atari Fifty collection. Do I know about a bunch of old games that are supposedly bad? No. Well, so yes. <laughs> well, the collection. <laughs> it's the collection that makes the it. way the the way the games are presented are basically in this in, interactive visual timeline that shows you behind the scenes documentary stuff oh, that's cool. and it's videos making up yeah. stuff about how how the game came to be and then the game pops up and you can play it. Oh, so it's a okay. bunch of like yep. footage of like people talking about like, here's how we decided to design this game. Here's how we decided what oh, to do yeah, with it. Some and remakes. So like, yeah. Atari as a source yeah. material is not super fascinating to me, but like game dev is. And oh, so yeah, yeah. if this, uh, sort of, uh, the, the rubric was applied to something that I really cared about, like the NES or the Game Boy. Yeah. I, it would yeah. be one of my Air favorite World. things in the world. They made Sword Quest Air World, which is just for this game, which is Bananas. That was it is so good. Sword Quest just That's if, cool, if yeah. we may be permitted a short detour, right? Like Sword Quest was supposed to be a three game arc where you would win a lot of money by playing through these games. It was like it was a video game series and a competition in one, hmm. and it got cancelled after the first two games, so it was never finished. I can't imagine. And why. the third game was announced and promoted, and it was <laughs> like, you know, it, it was meant to be in the air, never released, and then they just made it for this collection. Wow. Like yeah. they, so just cool. made the game as if it was released back then. It's just, yep. it's such a no. It's what a what a amazing. labor of love. What what an absolute gem of a classic collection, and That's it cool. has some great four player game remakes in it that will bring down yep. any party. That rules. Everyone mm-hmm. should check it out. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like if, if museums were fun. Museums mm-hmm. are fun. Museums. I know. I love going culture. to museums. <laughs> hey hey Reb. Speaking of culture. <laughs> oh God. Uh, you brought something to get people a little spirited, uh, if I'm not mistaken. This is a horrible um, idea. <laughs> I don't think it's a horrible idea at all. In fact, why don't you walk us through what is happening right now? What is it, What is in your satchel? So I have with me the Legends Cookbook. Ooh. And it's looking really gnarly because I was making a, a, di- a completely it. unrelated dish the other night and accidentally soaked it in water. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to. Oh. Here, you, yeah, you take that. Well, you, uh, the Legends here. Cookbook you refers to the bottle. Uh, what legends specifically? Uh, the Legend of Zelda. Sorry, I have glasses on the floor. Uh, like Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's so wet. Yeah, well, because it got so, it's just water, but I, I had a bowl oh, of lentils that overflowed and completely hmm. soaked it. 
Uh, and I have uh. I've been trying to dry it, but it happened like yesterday, and it's Ooh, still lentils of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, chew jelly. <laughs> Yeah, I just bought a bunch of stuff. Uh, I actually got a little mad at you for that because it was so good. <laughs> he said the lentils of Zelda. Did you hear that? Oh, no, I didn't hear that. It's a, that's a good joke. I don't know. Maybe I should have taken the labels off these first. Now I feel like maybe I'm going to get oh, in trouble. Oh, yeah, spin them around. Uh, so if you're listening uh, to the show, can I, can, I, can I reveal some of the ingredients you put out here? Oh, yeah, you, explain you, yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can, but the, what I see so far uh, is Pop Rocks. Yes. Um, which, if you're an 80s baby, you might remember are like little uh shard shaped candies that you put in your mouth and they killed mikey from the life yeah. cereal commercial i had to order them off amazon because you cannot find them anywhere i went to like four different stores like a dollar store what? i went to a 7-eleven a couple grocery stores trying to find pop rocks nobody has pop rocks i think some people got together and they're like Chil- children don't need ex- exploding sand too many people <laughs> died <to yeah>. eat. <laughs> Um, and Reb also has uh, Jones Soda, which I, every time I see that label, I get scared because they make, they're it's like, hey, you guys like turkey, turkey. What if you could drink it's it? The so most it's the most apple soda. It's green apple soda. So That's if you like imagine the brightest color green you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It is the color yes. of the uh, N64. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the see-through green one. N64. Yeah, no, totally. Yep. Okay, now Reb is adding rum, you know, just <laughs> oh. like in Zelda, right, guys? <laughs> yep. So, yeah. so what I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm, I cook through cookbooks, which I've talked about on the show before, uh, and I've been cooking through the Legends cookbook and trying to make every recipe, and the other day I made something, you hold this up, Pear, called a fairy bomb, uh, which is a, which is a, a drink uh, that involves these things. Okay. Uh, and... I'm making a mess on the counter now. Uh, The ingredients of this drink are, you know, kind of, you know, they're fine. It's going to be fine. But the main thing is that I've also, I've brought these pop rocks and I've also brought edible glitter. Oh, I like that. Edible glitter. Yeah, that's edible glitter right there. Gold pearl edition. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we are going to make a fairy bomb so that everybody can have a little fairy bomb. You guys remember that um, Zelda game where Link (laughs) gets day drunk and then passes out at like 3.30 and doesn't get anything done for the rest of the day? Yeah. I love that. That's a good one. It's very green right sparkles. now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he wake up in Gerudo clothes? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I only have one shot glass, so we can only do this one at a time. But everybody gets a bag of pop rocks. Pear, would you like to go first? Well, well what am I supposed to do? Will you pass him one of these glasses? Yeah, give right. me one of these of glasses. Course. Oh wow! Well, this bag of pop rocks—I got them off Amazon. This one is like solidified. So happy noon on a Thursday, okay. uh, twelve days into the year. I asked them both like twenty times if I was allowed to do this. But is this going to cause an explosion? Yeah. Whoa! What? Really? Oh, yeah. Like when, like Mentos and Coca-Cola type thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it going to be all over the place? Uh, I tested it at home and it was fine. It does say "Watch out" in the art. Which, does it? Yeah, the art says "Watch out," and there's a plume of smoke Here. coming out of the yeah, glass. Put your handbag under your glass. It'll be fine. It's always good when your cookbook says "Watch out." <laughs> yeah. There's a bananas foster recipe in there I haven't done yet that involves setting a pan on fire. Oh, I remember ban- bananas Ooh. foster from my right, favorite legendary that. cookbook. I unlocked him in Donkey Kong sixty four. Hand him this. Okay. <laughs> so I'm ha- so Pear's got this glass of liquid and I'm handing him a shot glass that has strawberry pop rocks and edible glitter in it and he's gonna pour it into Yum. the drink and then have a little sip. Okay. Are we doing this right now? I yeah. would move that switch. Let's do it. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> just in case. Uh, just in uh, do case. I, do I have to step away from no, the desk too? No, it's fine. Too? It's gonna be fine. Here, I see. I'll, I don't I'll have a concept of how big this explosion gonna is going to be. Okay. It's this, fine. I did it at home. Be, it's did fine. I, say I tested. mean to Reb in the last week. No, I don't no. think. Okay, I'm going to do it. Go. 
Oh, that's, well, underwhel- nothing, that's underwhelming. Okay, for if those listening, for this listening, here's what it sounds like. But look in, so yeah. look inside the glass. You see the edible glitter is like swirling around. It's oh. magical. It's do a I very drink- bomb. Oh, it is cute. It goes like up and down. It's very cool. Do I drink this That's now or really do I wait till oh, it yeah, explodes? It's, well, it, you might inhale some bubbles. If you can hear it at home, imagine the sound of a fish it- sleeping. <laughs> Oh yeah, that tastes, green it apple tastes like and rum, rum and pop rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand me that shot glass. That's actually not bad. <laughs> I love how just nobody has New Year's resolutions anymore. <laughs> We're just like, no, nah, why bother? Uh, hmm. What What's is wait? Point? What about New Year's resolutions? I don't know. I like people. People no, trying he to was, eat healthy. Brian said he wasn't going to eat pop rocks this year. That's yeah, that was like a big. Result. That was a big conversation. Well, they, I had. Oh my god! What? Where did we find that guy? Have we seen footage of that other guy? What is this? That's a bit I did with Greg Miller way back in the day. Oh, that was a great one. What, what is this one? Why are you Yo, a cop? You guys look. Uh, that was a sponsored thing for the National Highway uh, a Safety thing. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that doing that. I, I look, it's for a good cause. Don't don't right. um, don't don't drink and drive. Okay. No, All right. So it's uh, Brian now. Yeah, Brian is trying his Brian. his green morass. To Nintendo fans everywhere, cheers! Thank you for having me back on the show. Uh, <laughs> hey, NBC people. NBC is amazing. amazing. I love this place. I love having you. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to uh, when Ooh. I come out <laughs> Just like and uh, Reb makes Water Temple Clams Casino. <laughs> Did you? If you drink too much, you'll turn into the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Reb, that is amazing. That's really good. Wait, you really like that? Yeah, that was that's really good. Oh, sick. I did something correct. It's been a while since I've had rum or Pop Rocks, so throw them all together. <laughs> in the same country. In the same, yeah, in the same. Seth, I'm sorry I couldn't what? Help have you partake in this, in this delight. Oh, that's all right. I'm like a... I can just... Throw a bunch of stuff in my face. Yeah, yeah. Oreos or something. Don't I'm you like, ha- don't you have two liquor stores per inhabitant in Maine anyway? Do you have like, any you, like you sprite can, yes, and <laughs> aquarium gravel you can kind of no. knock oh around God. in your mouth for Matter a little fact. while? I'm like a like like ten recipes away from the end of this cookbook. I've been working on it for a couple of years. It's taken longer than I expected. Wow, it's awesome. wow. Really falling apart. Oh wow! Did you take uh, pictures well of each loved. one that you make? Yeah, I have too? a Twitter thread go- going actually. Oh, there you um, go. I think I think the last one I'll probably do. There's a there's a cake in here that mm-hmm. I haven't made yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big like multi layered chocolate cake. Pear actually will specifically love this if I can find it real quick. It's a uh, it's designed like the <laughs> like big a... mountain in Link's Awakening. Oh my Ooh. god! It's like Mount Doom. Oh my so god! So it's just like an egg on top of it. Uh, I I don't think I think the egg is <laughs> optional, but the egg is not optional. The egg is not, okay, no, the egg's not optional. Sorry, uh, this thing's like falling apart. Get a cream so egg. Struggling to... Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. It's, well, when you I drink it and you I breathe didn't put in the... I very much rum uh, in there. Are you When right? you drink no, it, that. you do get the little... <gasps> you know? Oh, yeah. because it's yeah. fizzling. Oh, yeah. here it is. Here it is. Volcano cake. You can see. Hmm. Um, here, I'll oh, I see the one from uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, hold that, for the video. Yeah, yeah. People. That is beautiful. Ah, yeah. that's really cute. That is actually yeah. really... Uh, my book is soaked. I'm sorry. I I did not intend that. That's so yeah. cool. That is... uh, video game food. Real yep. fun time. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, uh, what is the, the on on the IGN scale of <laughs> one to ten? Ooh, red <laughs> It is spitting. With a little a uh, little bit of a long pour. I didn't even drink it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. I'm curious. I, I want to know what the, the rating is on a, a scale of 1 Nine to 10. 9 out of 10 for me. And, and I'm not even... 9 out of 10? Amazing. I really like it. I'll give it an 8 because okay. I needed more booze in it. But I don't want more booze great. because I still have to work. Yeah, I, I'm not I really mean, like I've a... I've got a whole bottle yeah, of rum down you do. there. I'm not really like a silly drinks kind of guy. But, but it's this, good. Is, this, is a good, this is a good time. Yeah, it tastes like... It's like drinking a sour candy. Not It's not sour, but like a like a fruit-flavored candy, Right. I guess. And, you know, that's all right. That's okay. Like a Jolly Rancher? I'm into it. it's a little bit drinking a jolly rancher but it's like fizzy 
Yeah, so go check out the Legends cookbook and uh, make this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And next time we'll make lean. Surprise your <laughs> surprise your friends, <laughs> but have, have your <laughs> parents help you hook it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good luck finding <laughs> the pop rocks. Uh yeah. You can go to Amazon.com. We'll drop an affiliate link below. Red just, Red just finding as much footage as possible of alcohol and video games. Oh, <laughs> Drunk man. people. <laughs> what what is that. this compilation from? That was very nice. I'm I think sure IGN, a custom job. IGN made a montage of, of, of people drunk? getting drunk in games. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mass Effect right. over and Beautiful. over again. It's, Hey, GTA had the, the most realistic depiction of drunkenness, <clears throat> I think, in any in any video game. But that's not on the Oh yeah, I guess it is kind of on the Nintendo Switch badly. But yeah. let's let's visit the Miiverse and see what's going on. Pear, how have you been lately? What have you been uh, up to I've been good. since we last spoke? You know, obviously there there was the long holiday break where, you know, it took some time off and I tried to finish all the games that were lingering in my backlog and I completely failed. I did fi- finish some oh. big ones like God of War Ragnarok. It took me like 55 hours or something. So I've been going wow. back to, and I've, I've resumed traveling, so I've been going back to some smaller games on my Nintendo Switch and I've played, there was a new Picross that we didn't talk about, you know, the, the Picross Pickbits versus Uzbekistan. Boros, like instant, like top selling. How could we game not talk with about that? that title, That's all right? anybody is talking <laughs> um, about. It's basically the speedrun version of Picross, super fast games, but oh, you can yeah, play co op, right. which makes it really, really fun. Oh, that's it's cool. good. I started Sports Story. Uh, you oh. know, if you haven't, we haven't talked about it here, but um, I was a big fan of Golf, Golf Story up to a point. It ran out of steam for me. I was hoping Sports Story had a little bit more variety to keep me going. Unfortunately, it's not finished. It yeah. came out. It's very buggy. It's got hard crashes. Uh, I like the writing. It's clever. It's fun. It's a lot of fetch quests. It could do with a little bit more sports being front-loaded over the fetch quests. I have hopes that it'll get patched and better. Okay. The core that's there, it's fun. It's just, it's not finished. I don't know what the pressure was to get this game out in December. They did it as a stealth drop as part of Nintendo's little uh, yeah. indie advents calendar. It's a real bummer, but it's um, one of those situations yeah. where I think a lot of a lot of fans were waiting for it because I loved Golf Story too, yeah. and I was really stoked for Sports Story. But I, and they they had, they had said repeatedly like, "Hey, it's taking time. It's taking time. Please be patient." And yeah. I I know people were kind of impatient, but I don't think it was a situation where they had to. No. I, I don't. Right. I, maybe, I don't know if there was pressure from some like money person somewhere. But... I, you look. Look. I mean, being an indie dev is tough, right? It like is, you yeah. can only go yeah. so much. You have to pay your rent. You got to yeah. get income from a new game, and so maybe there is that pressure. I think it. It probably should have gone into an early access on PC or something before something, hitting yeah. on yeah. Steam before hitting the the Switch. But it's um like I think the core is good. It's fun. It's clever. Give the game some time. Don't be scared away by the negative reviews. Um, so far, I hopefully it it'll get fixed. I um, I downloaded Vengeful Guardian Moonrider, which is kind of like Castle Super Castlevania, like Castlevania that's more Ooh, like a side scroller, not a Vania, yeah. not a Metroidvania. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's it feels like a very classic kind of 16-bit side scroller. I'm digging that. Um, one of our listeners recommended I try Elekhead, which is uh, came Ooh, out a while back, yeah. which is like an 8-bit looking kind of Mega Man looking game very clever where you're a robot whose head is electrified and you can throw it right and mm-hmm. you can turn on machinery with the electricity from the head but yes. if your head oh yeah 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 Oop. if your head is gone from your body for more than 10 seconds you die oh so okay. it's very clever so it's realistic fun little game you know it, it it's it's cheap so check that out and then you know still playing railbound and then I um I played a bunch of Mario Kart because of the new tracks. They're awesome. 
Yeah. Yes, they're, they're really so fun. fun. That game is just so pretty yeah. to me. Like every time I boot it up and and I see it in action, we play multiplayer. It's just such a pretty game, but mm -hmm. the more tracks I download, the more hopeless I become that we won't get another Mario Kart for another decade. Because, like, how do you top this? Why do we need a new Mario Kart? Yeah, exactly. What do we need a new one for? Well, yeah. then give me a Donkey Kong Kart. Give, give, give like, retro the keys <laughs> to do Diddy People Kong Racing or maybe. Donkey Kong Racing. Like, yeah. I feel like I want another, or Nintendo Racing. I want another take on kart racing or fun racing if we're not going to get F-Zero. I get but, that. Like, this is so much fun. It just doesn't have that loop of discovery and unlocking because it's track packs that you yeah, get, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and so it's not the same. Have you have you played with the item settings that they added recently? That's what we were doing over the Christmas holiday, my siblings mm -hmm. and I. Like we were we were like, okay, what if we do baby park, two hundred CC, all bananas? Oh my yeah. god, that's awesome! Oh. <laughs> that's so much. I know fun. it's turning into perfect yeah. da uh, dark slappers only like yeah. madness. It's, it's chaos. Uh, it's yeah. like the Trader Joe's parking lot. I've been playing this a lot at home too, and I I I love it. It's I, I'm I'm kind of with you, Perrin, that like it would be cool to get something new on top of this although in the meantime the tracks here are really well done mm -hmm. um i'm i a couple years ago i was like this needs a sequel it's been so long yeah but they've they, they give this thing just enough you know shots in the arm and now there's still more tracks coming to it that i'm pretty happy yeah. with it but yeah some some new characters some new car parts like little even little something like that would be cool um there's or, no or conquesting like in this game yeah, and yeah to yeah. be fair, the, the, fair this entire switch uh, edition is like yeah we released this awesome mario kart game and you don't need to unlock everything again and so here it is right yeah. like that it is yeah. very much a multiplayer focused package which is appropriate for for mario kart but yeah i i do love playing games you know either with my son or my daughter where we co-op the championship mode mm -hmm. we talked about horizon turbo and uh, turbo chase and stuff like that yeah i just love that sort of like communal campaign experience and that's obviously not it's not the same when you've played everything and you don't unlock the new tracks. Yeah. I will say this. Nintendo, I love the new item settings. Uh, make it so I can play with only Crazy 8s turned on. <laughs> right now, if you turn oh, on, if you man. try to turn on only Crazy 8s, it doesn't let you. Like, it forces you to also turn on, I think, like, mushrooms or something. Mm -hmm. and too many 8s. It's, yeah. well, I, I assume what's happening is if everybody is... if, if what however 10 players are suddenly getting Crazy 8s every item box, there's too much crap on screen and yep. the game probably won't run. <laughs> That's uh, it. Patch it. Fix it. Do what you got to do. Switch to. Switch yeah, two. switch to. Whatever you got to do. I want 10 people all with like multiple crazy eights just throwing random. Like I want, I want complete mayhem. That is slappers. Mayhem. That is, uh, I, was, yeah. I was very sad that I could not do that. You could. And then just for reference for people who are not ancient, uh, Perfect Dark lets you customize everything and you could literally just ruin the game. Like mm -hmm. it, the frame wanna... rate would be two frames per hour in the end when all the yes. laptops were exploding. Yes. And, yeah. I want to ruin video games. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, speaking of of ruined video games, Reb, what have you been playing? Well, I finished the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Pokedex. I know. Um, that I gave it a six. I know. There's people online who are mad at me for, for, That's okay, for spending for God's that many sakes. hours. It doesn't matter. I like Pokemon. Whatever. Uh, I, I, one thing I have liked about the more recent Pokemon games, I am a sicko who thinks that the limited Pokedexes are actually a good idea because it makes catching them all actually something I want to do again. Um, and so I, you know, I had an okay time, even though the game is still buggy as all heck. Uh, weird thing about that, I. I did not use like anything to increase my odds of getting a shiny Pokemon and the entire game, a hundred hours finishing the Pokedex. 
Uh, I did not run into a single shiny Pokemon. Like I, I couldn't find one. Everybody and their dog on the internet, I feel like, has found a million of them. I ate a shiny sandwich like five minutes after getting the shiny charm, and just to see what would happen. Brian is like, and what? I went, I went someplace, and I immediately found two shinies in like the first five seconds. That's awesome. So, oh, damn. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not gonna play any more Scarlet and Violet until there's DLC did, at this point because I've done all there is to do. Maybe I might, I might try to get some of the Pokemon. Did from... you bring any uh, shiny sandwiches? For? I didn't bring any shiny sandwiches. Next week. We next week. Yeah, I'm, um, in, I'm into it. But uh, finishing the Pokemon X and Scarlet and Violet uh, has emptied my soul. Uh, so now I'm oh. revisiting a game that I played back in 2017 uh, that I have very strong feelings about. Uh, it's called Rain World. Uh, uh, yeah, it yes. came out for PC in 2017. I actually reviewed it for a little website that I was writing for called App Trigger back in the day. Um, and I, I wasn't like super high on it at the time. Like Hmm. I didn't, so rain world is this kind of, it's it's this like survival platforming game. You play as this little, very vulnerable creature called a slug cat. uh, And you, you go out in the world and it's very hostile. Uh, You need to like eat a certain amount. There's these little kind of like flying bats that you can eat. Uh, You need to find, they're very scarce. You have to find them, eat them. And then you have to find uh, very scarce. There's a handful of places around the world. You have to eat, Eat as much as you need to, and then hibernate. And then when you hibernate, you wow, kind of move up. Good. Yeah, the pixel art's beautiful, or yeah. pixel art—I don't know, whatever, whatever that art style is—is gorgeous. Is. Uh, you hibernate, and then you kind of like, like up, go up a level. It doesn't—it's—it's it's very. The thing about Rain World is it's very—it doesn't tell you what you're supposed to be doing. Really, yeah. you're supposed to be eating and hibernating, and that those are like the two main things you do. And then as you start to explore this world, you kind of uncover. Okay, there's there's a story here. There's like kind of these karma levels I'm going up every time I hibernate. Uh, but then there's also a lot of like you are you're not the lowest thing on the food food chain, but you're pretty low down there, and you don't really have you can't fight really. Uh, and so there's a lot of predators that can kick the crap out of you, and you have to hibernate after. You have to, there's like a time limit on it. So the rain will come and you have to hibernate before the rain comes or you go back to your last hibernation point. And you get set back. Uh, so it's, it's very survival oriented. Uh, but the thing, the reason why I'm coming back to it after not really being high on it, it was very difficult when I played it in 2017. Like it was so hard and it was just really esoteric and hard to figure out what was going on. And I, I, I bounced off of it pretty hard. But the thing that kept me coming back was like this moment where Towards the, towards like kind of the end of my time with it, where I saw a creature throw. There's like you can you can walk, you can jump like barely. You have like a little tiny jump, and then you can pick up and throw objects. And there's like random little piece like things you can throw, like rocks you can throw at enemies. It doesn't really do anything. Um, but mm. it, there's there's like these little stick objects, and I saw an enemy pick up a little stick object and throw it, and it stuck in a wall. And then I watched them jump on top of it and get some height. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can grab a thing and use it as a platform. <laughs> it's a Super Metroid trick, right? Yeah. yeah. Show you. And yeah. It, the thing, but the thing about Rain World is that the enemy AI is like, it's constantly going. So the enemies, every time, every cycle, like they spawn in certain spots and then they kind of just do whatever. Like there's not, there's not a consistent way to access that. So it's this weird survival game where every creature is living in the world at the same time as you and interacting with it in different ways. And you're kind of like trying to figure out, uh, like you stumble upon these things. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not that it's programmed to happen. Like you're not tutorialized. It just sort of, you know, you come across it and you learn something. And I, I think that's, that's such a difficult way to make a game that someone won't just immediately bounce off of, which right. is what happened to me. But it's kind of genius. So 
since 2017, they've done a bunch of updates to this game. They've given it a slightly easier mode, uh, which I'm trying to play on now. I might go back up to the normal mode. I don't know yet. Um, they've given it like some other things to sort of make it a little more friendly and accessible. And then there's also a DLC coming out, but the DLC is only for PC right now. I, I'm playing it on Switch. I assume mm. it's eventually <clears throat> going to come to Switch. But I'm trying Rain World again, and I'm really, really liking it the second time around. It's it's still pretty Super punishing, cool. but like now that I kind of understand what it's trying to do, I'm really just enjoying sort of exploring these places and taking it slow and like vibing and, and being like observing, like observing what the other creatures are doing and try to figure out, okay, what what can they teach me about how I can move around this world? And I, yeah, I'm really vibing with rain world the second time around. That cool. rules. All right. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. You want to know something that's going to blow your mind. 2017 was six years ago. Maybe that's just me. Having <sighs> yeah. Zelda game came out. <clears throat> yes. Uh, Metro. I know. Metro Prime <clears throat> 4 logo. Mm. <laughs> came out. The are you done with that? Are you still playing it? Are you done? The logo? Yeah. Done I'm trying to hundred percent. it. So <laughs> yeah. Right now, it's stuck on they, four. They don't tell you it's 101%, but yeah. I have some bad news uh, for what I've been up to I lately. I hate bad news. I started playing Civ Six again, and that's not good, because <laughs> I will play Civilization to the detriment of everything. My health, yeah. my relationships. Aww. Um, I understand. I just love the Civilization games. They're so stupid, mm -hmm. and I have so much fun. But this is the first time, and I've got like hundreds of hours in Civ games since I think I started in like Civ three, but um, this is the first time where I'm not going for a military victory every time. I'm actually trying to go for like an economic victory, but yeah, a I just love victory. the Civ games. I love that you'll be like some ancient uh, emperor or, you know, ancient leader and you'll have your, your little town, your little city, and you'll send out a ship that has people rowing. And then out of nowhere, a steamship from a country you've never met will appear and they'll tell you how much they hate you. I just, I love it. It's such a charming game and it's so fun. And I am, this is all I'm going to be doing now. Um, Civ games always impress me. And I, I, I look at, I, I play these games and I go, how would you even start making a game like this? It's like yeah. The, yeah. the simulation yeah. that's being run is so complex and like the code must be so efficient to figure all this stuff out and somehow balance it. Yeah. I'm, I'm always in yeah. awe. Like the Civ, Civ games are so good. You go I, back and you read those yep. stories about older Civ games where there was like a character that was just absurdly overpowered or, so, or some like very specific instance that could just completely break the game and yep. you completely understand how that would happen. And then it's so perfectly yeah. tailored for a PC and mouse control controls and like you sitting there for many hours and then somehow they figured out how to turn it into a console experience with civilization revolution before they later yep. ruined it but like they you know it, it was <laughs> so it was so good on console and nobody cared because it's it's a game that's just not on at, at home traditionally right. on consoles but man that was a really good multiplayer game Civ Yeah, if you're interested in the civilization or like that <clears throat> whole genre like Civ's probably the most approachable. Yeah. I have like a ton of, of them on my PC. I have like Stellaris and Hearts of Iron 4, um, uh, Surviving Mars. Those games are almost impenetrable. Like you, it takes you like four days of playing before you understand how to play the game. Mm -hmm. But Civ, it's like super easy. You could just jump right in and then, you know, you can have uh, Gandhi declaring war on uh, Alexander the Great. That's the, in, the inside so... joke is that they made Gandhi really hostile, right? Like Gandhi is the first to nuke someone <laughs> mm -hmm. in, yeah. in in the traditional games. 
yeah it's a good game and uh i'm <laughs> never gonna go back to anything else i'm sorry sorry everybody. we'll miss you seth we'll be talking about we're talking about civ until civ 7 comes out in which case i'll be playing that hey it's question block and this is one that i meant to get to last week because two different people asked this question without you know i assume that they didn't get together and talk about it beforehand but uh let's see steven johnson first via email and eric dement on facebook asked what is the or origin of get the thing which we say at the end of every episode gentlemen and i am here to tell you i don't actually oh, really know. i just say mm. it i just say the it first time i okay. guessed the, it on this podcast i didn't say it because i thought that was something only pear was allowed to say what? uh <laughs> yeah that's i <laughs> Former former host of Nintendo Voice Chat and former Nintendo editor at IGN, a very, very wonderful person who I love deeply, Jose Otero, was, Great guy. was doing a Let's Play with us of uh, Super Mario 3D World yeah. on the Wii U. And we were all together in a room, and that game obviously is a is a kind of couch co-op take on Mario, top-down, three-fourths isometric multiplayer version of Mario with cat power-ups and nonsense everywhere to collect. Um, and there's a lot of just like teamwork and um, uh, uh, chaos and fi- infighting and stuff like that. <laughs> and but there's a lot of cooperation that's that's needed. And so in like this very flustered moment, one of us had to get a power-up, and Jose just yelled, get, 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 get the thing, get the thing, get, get, get the thing. <laughs> and it turned into this thing where we just said it as a catchphrase at the end of every episode. And now we're like, you know, years and years and years removed of that. It's, it's been so long since that game came out and it, and it stuck. So, but it's, I mean, I think on, on a philosophical level, <laughs> oh <my> video <laughs> games, <laughs> video. what if yeah. it's not, the what Merit if not Webster video games are about getting defines. the thing? Mario Webster. Right? Video, Every Mario video game. Webster. Get the thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to know because I felt like a fraud every every time at the end of every show you when I have just, to say Why don't you just ask us? You yeah, know, you, can, you can just, Seth, we can answer. I was worried you guys would make fun oh, of me. Oh, yeah, no, it's true. We probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there That's you go, really cool. folks. Now you know the origin of that. Hey, Jonathan Seligman asks, is Brian Altano allowed back on NBC? <laughs> yep. No. No. What did you do? Just this once. I think, didn't you move what to another country do? or something? No, no, he lives here. Uh, what did you do? Well, I mean, I didn't bring Pop Rocks and Rum on the show. Yeah, so if anything goes here. You I did heard, that. You're here. So I heard you said, didn't you say something mean about Nintendo once? What did I say mean about <gasps> Nintendo? I thought you said something mean about Nintendo. Somebody was talking about, I'm like Beyond or something. What? No. No, no, no. no. It's total. It's yeah. total coincidence. Oh He's wait, been yeah. Busy. Did you say uh, Genesis does what Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. he says something no, mean about Nintendo. Now everyone's mad at you. If I said it. that, I, I like if I had come up with that tagline, I maybe I'd be rich. I don't know. No, I think that all those <laughs> yeah, Sega dollars are gone. I hope that sucks. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I, I just ba- I'm I'm extremely busy these days, and I I don't I don't make enough time for doing fun things like this. And today I was like, I'm here. There's a studio right here. My friends are here. Let's make this show. Let's do it. There's booze yeah. and pop rocks and a, he didn't a know about cookbook. the booze. But aren't you? You're like Mr. Bigwig. You're like you're like directing all the podcasts now and working yeah. on, on on connecting the podcast better to like our our audience out there. Yeah, and, and yeah. So we're gonna we're doing a lot modest. of fun experience with Beyond, and we're doing a lot of we're gonna do some uh, experiments with NVC two and try to do more fun stuff Craziness. in the future. But also, um, Seth generally invites me six to seven minutes before the show starts. 
Um, and this time he gave me he gave me a couple of days heads up. Couple days. So I was like, you know what? I'll work that in. But usually he's like, ah, it's eleven thirty, and four people have diarrhea. Can you do the show? Oh my god. So it's true. Um, we, yeah. we I'll just also, Brian too won't do his own horn, but I'll I'll like toot it for him in this case. Uh, Brian said something on on Twitter like months and months ago when someone was asking him why he wasn't on here anymore, and I, I don't remember the exact tweet, but you basically said you were trying to make room for like new voices. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was like a really cool thing because there are like the last couple of years IGN has has hired like a lot of like really cool new people who are who are you know growing and up and coming in the space and I'm among them and it's it's been really cool to see folks like Brian like very graciously and elegantly make room for more voices to use the platforms that IGN has to you know yeah. talk about Nintendo or, I think or getting it. someone on the show who can explain to you what a shiny sandwich is is more <laughs> valuable to our audience than someone being like shiny sandwich what's next you know like it's good to have a little bit of that every now and then and that you know sure. but there's a lot of there's a lot of beats on the Nintendo front that are super popular these days that are not in my wheelhouse at all right like yeah. fire yeah. emblem uh uh like the xenoblade uh, pokemon all that stuff is like it's super super big on switch and it's just not really my cup of tea yeah. and so like there's no i don't think there's like a an intrinsic value to have like someone front and center on a show like this you know, just going like, well, I've never played it before. Would I like it? Like, I think that that's important too, but like having experts on have people that love those games and know those things is great. You know, I'd love to come on for Mario and Zelda and all the other, all the other fun stuff. Yeah. But I also, I'm, I miss the show. I love doing the show, but it's, it's great to oh, have people so many people always. On yeah. Like every two or three episodes is like, where's Brian? Is he coming back? Yeah. In the, in the comments. So yes. No. I want to shout out one thing. If you, if you're a Nintendo fan, you don't listen to beyond or, or watch beyond our podcast, do tune in to the, uh, the episode oh <laughs> that God. where Akeem, um, confronts Brian oh. about Sonic yes. was never good. Um, what episode it's so is so good. That it's is... a couple of episodes back. Was it? Oh, there's a clip ago? out. Yeah, actually. yeah. When we broke the video out as its own separate thing. So, um, if you if you go on YouTube and you search for you know Sonic is good, I think it was what we called it. <laughs> Sonic is good. Yeah. You yes. made a search for the yeah. word Sonic is and good. And then add IGN at the end. Yeah. So yeah. Akeem, okay. Akeem basically pulled up an old game uh, game scoop episode so where <laughs> you know I talked I talked some smack on Sonic, and this is coming from a <laughs> a kid who had Sega Genesis, bought Sonic when it first came out like I was I was I was a big fan but like eventually became a lap Sonic fan and he was like here's what you said about Sonic and I said and wow. I basically said hey I've come around on that character and those games in the last few years like I think the movies are super fun I think the games have gotten better and better and better <laughs> and Akeem had talent been telling so me for good. weeks that he was going to do this but didn't share a single note with me so everything that you that everything that happens here is total like surprise reaction on my end it was it was really really fun That's one amazing. of my favorite things we've God, done i was driving and listening amazing. to the episode i was laughing the entire time. So yeah yeah he, akeem got an l to give to yeah. brian virtually oh, he, yeah he go go and watch that clip oh that's so i know funny. it's so amazing good. and then go read the comments because it, everyone's like well i didn't like igm before because they said sonic was bad but now i like <laughs> it that was great. i love how all the sonic community is in those comments uh, uh actually you should watch it right after this episode because we're at the end of the time that we have together and i'm very sad but it looks like you all enjoyed your drinks so i'm very happy about that but that is i'll it. mail you all one the time we have left for this week's nbc before we go i do have a few favors to ask of you the listener or the viewer or the audience or just the fan or whoever you are just a nice person eating a bag of hot peanuts that they used to serve in the 1940s yeah. for a nickel if you're watching us on youtube please leave us a like and a nice comment if you're listening to us on a podcast app Please leave us a review. 
helps us spread the good NVC word and it will be forever in your debt. I want to thank Brian for coming out of a cryogenic stasis <laughs> and joining us on NVC again. Uh, Red on the ones and twos for always being there with the footage. <laughs> Shigeru Mr. Miyamoto. Mr. Miyamoto. Returning. Oh, has Red been Shigeru, waiting for this? Mr. Miyamoto. Uh, remember, uh, NBC is the only place where you can. Get the thing. Get the, thing. Get the hot peanuts. <laughs> Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world. Where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.